0: What's up? What's up, hustlers? You know it is. It's your boy, JT. And I want to tell you guys about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. unless you record an edit podcast right from your phone. That's literally what I'm doing right now. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms with a single tap. It's also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. That's major. Anchor allows creators to earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's go! Hello and welcome to the Income Autopilot Podcast, the show that teaches you to stop working and enjoy life while money works for you. I'm your host, JT, and this is episode zero. What we're going to talk about in today's episode is what I have found to be the easiest way that you can add an additional $125,000 to your bottom line each and every year. However, before we get into that, I want to let you guys know why I call this episode zero, and that is because I want to start off today's episode by telling you all who this podcast is for, That way you can make an informed decision and decide if you want to keep rocking with your boy or not. So these are the four top criteria to let you know whether or not this is the podcast for you. Number one, if you have no passive or semi-passive or automated income in any way, this podcast is for you. Secondly, if you're afraid that if you stop, then the money will stop immediately or eventually, this podcast is for you. Uh, if you value your time and are only going to exchange uh, money for time right now because you don't know a better way, then this is the podcast that's going to teach you that better way. And if you're more afraid of not trying than failing, guess what? This podcast is, in fact, for you, right? Uh, what we're going to cover is a lot of different things here because I do understand that there is no one size fit all answer as it pertains to making money we're going to talk about automated websites, real estate investing, stock investing, business creation, systemization, and later automating. We're going to talk about leveraging social media into a way that you can make money and much, much more. Now, I am not even really ready to set up this podcast for those of you that are interested in seeing the video version of it. The reason why I pause here and bring that up is because I want to first and foremost let you know that you don't have to be perfect to be profitable. And let this episode, being episode zero, show you that, all right? I call myself a practitioner. I believe that you should learn from people that are actually doing whatever it is that they're telling you you should do, all right? I don't see the value in Somebody telling you, hey, go risk your hard-earned money, waste time you'll never get back, and go do this or that, and it's not something that they personally didn't do. In the same breath, I also want to say that I have not done every single business, so I will be bringing on special guests from time to time, either in person, over the phone, however they can connect with us, so that way I can continue to connect you with practitioners all right we're going to from time to time touch on current events that I think are related to ways that we can leverage those opportunities and create passive semi-passive or automated income in any way now keeping in mind that I'm telling you guys that you don't have to be perfect to be profitable understand that in this episode if the audio isn't perfect If you hear my ice maker, if you hear my five-year-old, if you hear somebody ring the doorbell, I am literally at one of my properties, uh, my primary residence to be specific, and I'm sitting downstairs at the dining room table, and I have made the decision that I am going to create a podcast that can help as many men and women uh, change their lives in a positive way, financially speaking, that are willing to listen to this podcast Uh, I'm not saying that I'm going to edit every episode, but I I am going to promise you that I am going to come with real value that if you take it to heart, you could do your due diligence on it. Make sure that I'm not telling you anything crazy. Um, And then I want you to not be an information hoarder. I want you to take action. So it's no good in just listening to every episode if you're not going to go out, take action, build personal wealth, and then later create generational wealth. Does that make sense? Listen to this podcast with an open mind. Understand, I'm going to be intentionally repetitive in this episode and in other episodes. The one thing that you have to remember after leaving this episode is, again, you do not have to be perfect to be profitable. This is at least the third time I tried podcasting from 2018 until now. As a podcaster, I have made a whopping $68 and change, right? Right. From 2018 till now. Now, most people with that track record would have been gave up. You working that many years and don't even make enough money to go out and have a decent weekend anywhere. All right. um, But again, I'm here because this is something that I truly know that will help a lot of people and fully transparent with you. This is going to also be an automated or a autopilot income stream for myself. I'm going to also talk to you guys about podcasting in later episodes as well and why I have been dabbling with it since 2018. Now, I don't want to make the assumption that everybody knows who I am. So who am I? I go by the name of JT. You can find me at JT Hustles on Instagram. That's H-U-S-T-L-E-Z. Right there's a lot of fake accounts out there impersonating me, but you're looking for J T H U S T L E Z. I'll have over a hundred thousand subscribers. You know, Lord willing, I don't say anything too crazy and lose everybody. Uh, but currently I'm at you know a little over hundred and twenty thousand subscribers. Uh, hopefully, depending on when you listen to this, I'm significantly higher than that. Uh, I was raised by a single mother. I was raised in a low income environment in a place called Mullins, South Carolina. I'm one of five living children. My mom uh, had her first child and it passed away. Um, my mom also adopted my sister. Well, the way I was raised, it ain't no step ain't no adopted sister, that's my sister. So um, I'm one of five living children. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I have my associate's degree, my bachelor's degree, and my master's degree. I got accepted into a PhD program and decided that uh, school was no longer for me. I'm a first-generation, seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm a father, author, social media influencer, and et cetera. My first business um, was the independent courier service. I learned that working for Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, And for those of you that are not familiar with what in the world is Berkshire Hathaway, that's Warren Buffett's company. Um, Not just his company alone, but he's the most famous person that runs it. Um, Later, I got into reselling on eBay and Macari. Maybe you guys have heard of both of those platforms, at least one of them, uh, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, I later published my first book, The Drive to Freedom on Amazon, and that to this day is doing pretty well as well. Um, I have over 30 books published um, as an author between my website, authorjt.com and on Amazon, if you search for J.T. Hustles, you'll see that I have a series of children's books as well as adult books for people as well. All right. Um, Getting back to my resume, though, other than reselling, I used to have my own e-commerce website. It was called beingthebest.com. I provided merchandise to 90s legends like Big Daddy Kane and the Juice Crew, um, Salt and Pepper, Kid and Play, Boys to Men, Genuine. All right. You name it. So a multitude of people. Now, I'm 32 years old and they they got me by a few years. Now, depending on what age you are, when you're listening to this, 32 may be young, 32 may be old. But just being real with you, I'm currently 32 years old and uh, letting you know what I am, who I am, what I believe. I'm unapologetically a believer. Uh, I believe in God, but I'm an imperfect believer, meaning that um, I'm not going to always do Everything like Jesus would do. Amen. All right. Because uh, if we could do that, we wouldn't need Jesus. But I'm not going to preach to you in this episode. But I do also want to let you guys know that no matter what tactic, what website, what strategy, what game I give you in this podcast, if you do not keep God first, you're not going to ultimately get that result because Elon Musk can come and tell you everything about building a successful car company. Uh, then Jeff Bezos can come in the room and tell you everything about building a successful e-commerce platform. Uh, and then Vince McMahon can come in, tell you everything he knows about creating a successful uh, entertainment business. But if God strips the breath of life from your body immediately after those meetings, you won't be able to execute anything. Um, so, I, I really want you all to understand that, hey, I, I'm not here to uh, condemn you any place, um, but I do want you to know that we will have an ongoing theme of keeping God first, believing in God, and et cetera. Now, um, some of you all may agree with that. Some of you all may be strong enough to not agree with that, but because you're going to make so much money off this podcast, um, you, you're going to stay anyway. I pride the myself right not gonna edit that out we're gonna show you you don't got to be perfect to be profitable I pride myself in telling people that I did everything your mom told you to as far as mom grandma whatever right now that doesn't mean that I was a well-behaved kid because honestly I wasn't uh, got kicked out the house in high school um, but but what I mean is that most parents will say go make good grades in school Um, And then you could go to college, you can make good grades there Then you can get a good job, you could be a lawyer, doctor, astronaut, judge Whatever it is, All right. So I went to college, I went to the military I went to corporate America And now I'm an entrepreneur Um, And as an entrepreneur, as you guys will learn in later episodes I did a multitude of different things as well Um, And we're going to elaborate on them the good and the bad, because I want you to learn from my mistakes, because I tell people a lot of my failures happen because of common sense. A lot of my failures happen because of common sense. What does that mean, JT? Because common sense and failure don't sound like it should go in the same breath. Well, understand this, that your common sense is just a culmination of your experiences from birth to whatever point in time you're at now. You may be 20, 30, 40 or older than that, but was common sense to you and was common sense to somebody your age that was born in a different socioeconomic background could be totally different was common sense to you and was common sense to somebody your age that was born in another country could be different so we have to get out of this mindset of common sense is this universal thing that everybody on earth agrees with uh, i know some people that if they lost their primary income stream today being a nine to five job, common sense will say go file for unemployment and go look for another job. I know other people that if they lost their primary income stream today and because their primary income stream is their business, they would never consider going on unemployment, never consider looking for a job They would ask themselves, in what way can I create new or additional value in the marketplace so that way I can sell something to somebody and make more money? Now, men and women on both sides of this fence have been through that, done that, wrote the book on it, and are now successful today. So I'm not saying that one side is right and one side is wrong, but what I'm saying is that uh, one side says this is common sense, the other side says that Is common sense. So uh, understand as you listen to this podcast, I might challenge your belief system with the hope of not trying to demean you, but actually unlock your next level so that financially speaking, you can get further along, have more automated income, passive income, semi passive income. Um, But like I said, I did everything that mama, grandma, whoever loved you, told you to do as an entrepreneur. I went broke and homeless before. For most people, that's their biggest fear. So as a practitioner that has made money, lost money, and made it back again, I think that I'm qualified to have these high-level, serious conversations and talk to you guys about the risk of entrepreneurship, how can you mitigate those risks, and worst-case scenario, how do you build yourself back up if and when bad things happen to good people? All right, and we'll talk about that in later episodes as well, all right? So keep that in mind. Now when it comes to autopilot income, and we're going to define it here in a second, I want you guys to understand this that passive income and semi-passive income is sexy when you're young. So maybe you clicked on this episode because you like the title of this podcast or the title of this episode or the title of whatever else that's surrounding this, hopefully somebody referred it to you. If not, maybe you'll be the person that refers it to the first person or the next person, depending on how you came across it. Uh, But I do want you to know when you get older, passive income, semi-passive income, automated or autopilot income it does not matter what you call it becomes a necessity as you get older you may not have the same mental capacity that you have now you may not have the same physical capacity you may not have the same time right there's a lot of different variables that by the grace of God if you have longevity which I wish that on each and every one of you you may just can't do in the future what you're able to do now so what I want you all to understand is that Even if having automated income isn't something that you 100% need the very moment you listen to this episode or others, that does not mean that you shouldn't apply it and add it to your arsenal, right? You should leave this podcast with another notch in your tool belt, another tool, if you will, in your tool belt to prepare you now. I'm gonna share with you all here a big nugget. When I say a nugget, that's a golden nugget that is a significant moment or a significant piece of information that if you take that information and apply it to your long-term memory and then implement that, you're gonna find that, hey, listen, you're better for it, whether it be personally, financially, spiritually, or depending on the nature of that nugget, that's where it's gonna build you up. So um, in the Marine Corps, I learned from my sergeant major that the best time to prepare for war is during times of peace. That's why we went to boot camp. That's why we went to MCT, Marine Corps Combat Training. Now, different branches of the service may call it different things, but there is always some sort of training to prepare you in advance for what may happen. Now, you can go to basic training and never go to war. You could serve your time. Either active duty like myself, either in the guard, either in the reserves, um, and never, ever see combat. Now, that does not mean that that training you had was a waste of time. It is better to be prepared in all areas of your life proactively instead of being reactive. You don't want to learn how to shoot a gun when you're in a war zone and bullets are flying over your head. It is too late to learn how to manage that weapon. Now, tie that to your financial life. It is too late to learn how to make money fast, how to make money automated, how to make money passively once you already broke, once the bill collectors are already calling, once you already stressed out about life. Amen, somebody. So that being said, are y'all ready for lesson one? If you're ready for lesson one, like this episode, share this episode, and let me hear you say, uh, keep preaching. All right? I, I said I wasn't going to preach to you, but I'm really getting into this podcast early, right? And it's only episode zero. So I, I really want you all to know that I, I genuinely going to help some people make some money. I hope it's you, but if it ain't you, somebody going to make some money. So here's the easiest way to create an additional $125,000 a year passively. Networking. In one word, networking. All right? I told you guys we was going to define it. So autopilot income is defined by us here on the income autopilot podcast as passive or otherwise automated income that works in the majority with very little implementation or effort in the part of the owner, the manager, you, the person that's implementing it. Now it is not do nothing, get money for forever income. That's not what we're saying. In most cases, you will do a lot of upfront work, especially if you don't have money. And can't pay anybody or any software to do it for you. Especially if you don't have any knowledge. Especially you, if you don't have any network to leverage in the beginning. Alright. But you're going to do a lot of upfront work. You're going to get it going. And then you're going to set up a system to keep it going without you. That's just the wheel behind it. Alright. So if you're still interested in learning from somebody that has automated income. Autopilot income, passive income, semi-passive income, guess what? This is the right podcast for you. Now, networking. I want to share with you all the real-life way that I network my way to six figures and then talk to you guys about how in the world am I able to leverage that network to consistently make six figures because I think to the uninitiated, it may sound like a play that you could do one time, but... Maybe you're listening to this and you're a truck driver and you don't have a whole lot of time to be uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. So how could you personally run this play and then have it set up on autopilot? All right, so I wanna let you know that there are four things that you need to effectively network with anybody to network your way to six figures and beyond. The first thing that you gotta have is you gotta have value that the person that you're trying to network with Finds valuable for their own reasons All right, I'm going to give you guys an example So as I am sitting on my dining room table I'm about to take a sip of this core water Alright Now um, the reason why I bought this core water Is not because I know the owner um, Not because I want them to stay in business for forever Uh, I don't have any emotional ties To core hydration at all I enjoy the taste of the water, and I need a sip. All right. Let me close this up real quick. Now, I bought this core water, again, because I enjoy the taste of a good old cold core water. Not because I know who the owners are, not because I care that, They sell enough water to stay in business and pay the bills. Far too many times we as entrepreneurs will create a product or service and then try to sell people on it, whether it's networking or whatever other means, Um, and we're trying to sell them on it because we made it, because it will help us out, because this is the time that we put in it, and we never ask ourselves why, for their own reasons, would they buy this product or service? If there are none, then you did a poor job creating a product or service. So step one or the one tool that you need to have if you want to network or make money, because this goes in the same breath, but we're going to keep it on topic and stay within the parameters of networking. Um, you got to have value that they want for their own reasons. Plug in yourself when it comes to networking. To help that man or woman achieve a goal that they already have. Don't try to create a goal and say, hey, you should want to do this. And I can help you do that, right? You should identify what does this person already want to do? How can I help them get there? Ready for the second tip? Don't cost them any money. Don't cost that man or woman a dime. You want to get into their network. All right. Now, taking a step back, because I don't want to assume that everybody listening to this understands the context of this argument. So when I say networking your way to your first or next six figures add an additional one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars as a minimum, because we speaking in minimums here, not maximum. To your bottom line, not your gross, not your net, uh, but your net. Right. Not your gross, but your net. Talking about money that's in your pocket. You could pay bills with it. You can go on vacation with it. You can do whatever it is that you want with it. Uh, this is putting yourself in close proximity with men and women that can help you get to where you're trying to go. Maybe they have the knowledge that you need. Maybe have, maybe they have the money that you need. Maybe they have the relationships that you need. They can have any combination of those things that you need, whatever it is, understand this. You need to tap in to those men and women And we'll talk about how you can reach them here in a second, but I wanted to take a step back to make sure we're all on the same page. So have value that they want for their own reasons. Don't cost them a dime. Save them money is the third. So don't say, Hey, Hey, you should want to go here and do this for this reason. I can help you get there. I'll only charge you X amount of money. You're already going the wrong way. Don't cost them money. Save them money is the third one. The fourth uh, tip is make them money. So have value that they want for their own reasons. So if your value is something that they don't personally want at the moment, guess what? Don't romanticize your value. Just give them what they want. I personally am born and raised in the South, but I am not a fan of hog malls or chitlins. No matter how you dress them, No matter uh, what you pair with them, I have no interest in eating hog mogs or chitlins. Now, I got some relatives that it don't matter how you dress them, what you pair them with, they going to eat up some hog mogs and chitlins. Now, you trying to sell me your hog mogs and chitlins is going to put you out of business. You trying to sell them your hog mogs and chitlins is going to take you uh, to the next level financially speaking. The number one reason that business, that businesses go out of business is because they don't get the customer acquisition costs above the lifetime value of the customer. Right. Let me say that again, because I'm talking too fast. Maybe I said it backwards. Uh, So uh, the number one reason that businesses go out of business is because they never get their customer acquisition costs below the call co- below the lifetime value of customers. Now, that's man. She pants She talk. What does that mean to good old country boys like you, JT, that's messing up the quote? Uh, and that was originally said by the shark, Mr. Kevin O'Leary. But what that means to good old country folks like us is that you spend more money marketing or trying to convince people to be aware of your product and service and buy it. Uh, then you actually make off them. So if you spend $100 marketing and then sell a $10 teddy bear to somebody, you didn't make $10, you lost $90. If you keep doing that over an extended period of time, you go out of business, right? You're gonna go insolvent. Now, when it comes to networking, the same thing will happen. You keep doing that. You ain't going to have no relationships. You're going to have some enemies. All right? So have value that they want. Don't cost them any money. Save them money and make them money. If you're in transit or in motion or doing anything that prevents you from writing this stuff down, I recommend that you save this podcast. Share this podcast with somebody. If for whatever reason, you don't have time to write this stuff down at, at the moment. um, Also... Uh, I'm going to work on putting together a blog and having this transcribed so in the future you all don't even have to worry about um, taking notes, right? I'm going to figure it out. I don't got all the answers now uh, because like we said, you don't got to be perfect to be profitable, Um, but I'm going to figure out a way to give you guys these show notes consistently. Um, But you know, for episode zero, rock with your boy. Let's tie this to a real world example. Um my second year on YouTube, second year on YouTube, very first year on YouTube, I didn't know anything at all. I got to twenty two thousand subscribers. Now, depending on who you talk to, that's good. Some people will say that's terrible. Um, knowing what I know now, that was super terrible. There are people that get well over a million followers in twelve months. Uh, but this was my very first year. I didn't have a mentor, I didn't have a teacher. Uh nobody told me anything about how to do it the right or wrong way. So I just guess my way through it. First year, I'm at 22,000 subscribers. Second year, uh, I'm doubling down on what worked in year one. I'm still figuring out um, what I need to do to get better. Uh, I come across a man by the name of Mr. Mike Sneed, and to this day, I find him to be a very knowledgeable man, very valuable man, real deal serial entrepreneur. Uh, He reached out to me via Facebook. Let me know that he was teaching high school boys how to be entrepreneurs in a business that I never heard of called Appliance Repair. He wanted me to come check him out. Um, Really, he wanted to network and pick my brain about starting a transportation company because like I said earlier, um, my first real business that made me six figures was the Independent Courier Service. He was a part of an investment group. We'll talk about investment groups in future episodes as well, only if you guys find it valuable. Um, but he was a part of an investment group and the investment group was considering, uh, should they invest in a transportation business in order to make money? All right. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're somebody that works a lot, an investment group, once we get to that episode, it's going to definitely be a cheat code for you. All right. So I might even literally name that one investment groups and people that have heard me say it will know. Hey, that's the one for them. If you busy, the busier you are, the more you need an investment group. But let me get back to the story. He reached out to me, uh, invited me to come out. I could create content, uh, which is something that I wanted to do. Highlight entrepreneurs on the channel. Uh, I have put the word out via my social media. If you the real deal, let me know. And we'll do a Zoom call. Or if you local, I may pull up on you. Right now, to me, local is... If you're in my state or the surrounding states, it just worked out that he was in my state. Um, w- once I met him, I realized that for one, uh, starting a transportation company didn't go in line with what the investment group needed to do, nor did it go in line with what they wanted to do. However, um, Mike was sitting on a gym, a potential gold mine, if you will, with appliance repair. Now he was teaching high school boys how to fix appliances. He had a national contract with rent center and rent center provided the appliances. He fixed them. Uh, Well, he paid the high school boys as he taught them to fix them. He fixed them, got paid that way. On top of that, he also had his own website, was doing his own marketing. Uh, So he was getting cash customers uh, calling him and contacting him through his website. Uh, He was also getting warranty work sent in as well. Uh, He was also an electrician, so he was making money as a license holder, selling his license to companies that needed to have a license holder. Uh, He was into a lot. He was into a lot. Now, um, I never had an interest in fixing appliances, to be honest with you. However, I did think that teaching other people about this business that I never heard of called appliance repair could be something that could help my channel. So, uh, he reached out number one with value that I wanted for my own selfish reasons. I wanted to create content, get more views, get more subscribers, build my online brand on my YouTube channel. Um, and and it worked right now. Once we got in there and, I saw what he had that opened up the door for us to do later business together. Now, the tables have turned. I'm going to be honest with you. After he realized that um, the the transportation company, the independent courier company, didn't really make sense for their investment group, that could essentially be the end. However, now I wanted to do follow-up content because uh, the appliance repair content did very well. And he was the first person on my channel consistently, um, besides myself that showed me that I could bring other people on and they too could add value to my audience, uh, as well. Right now, for those of you that don't know, my YouTube channel, uh, is JT automations. Go to YouTube, type in J T A U T O M A T I O N S. Uh, and and that's my YouTube channel, JT automations. My Instagram is JT hustles. That's J T H U S T L E Z. My website is authorjt.com. My conference website is the foundations of wealthconference.com. All right. Shameless plug. Uh, and, and there's more resources and we'll get to them later on. Now, the tables have turned. So, how did I apply these four things to get into Mike's network? Mike was the first African American millionaire. That I knew of. Now, I don't know if he was a liquid millionaire when I met him, but definitely when it came to assets, network, you know, if he needed to get a million dollars, he could get it together. It may not be in his shoebox. It may not be in his bank account, but he had enough goodwill, enough people in high places, uh, enough cash flow, enough whatever you needed, Um, that if he needed it, he could have got it, and, and that was exuding from them from day one. Now, at this point, I was making six figures. So not only did I want the content for my channel, I also wanted to learn how in the world can I personally make seven figures. Up until that point, I thought six figures was the pinnacle of success. And then when I see a guy that was genuinely interested in working with me and he has seven figures, it made me believe that, hey, maybe I can get seven figures, right? This story has a happy ending because uh, ultimately I did get to that level. But now that the tables have turned, let's take these four elements and tell you guys how I applied them. I had social media influence. Mike had, in the beginning, a slight interest in doing an appliance repair school. At first, he thought he would have to pay people to come learn appliance repair. And he was like, man, I don't wanna pay thousands of people to come learn appliance repair and and help me out. I'm already paying high school boys and have to deal with high school boys that want days off to go on dates with their girls and go to basketball and football games. Uh, I was telling him, people would pay you. So not only will you still get your appliances fixed, that rent center keeps loading you up with, And Rent a Center is going to pay you for fixing those appliances uh, that come in. You're also going to get paid by your workforce. So that was my offer. That was me having value that he wanted for his own reasons. So instead of having to pay somebody to work for him and then getting paid for the work that they do, why not get paid by your employees for them to come work for free for you and then also get paid by the person's appliances that you fixed? All right um he jumped on the offer. I began to come to him daily. It was about honestly a five hour drive uh, meaning it was roughly two hours there two hours back for me, right little over two hours so uh four to five hours. It really just depends on what time of day I got up um so so let's say like conservatively four, depending on if I got up later got caught in some traffic easily would add another hour, right? But in ideal situations, two hours up, two hours back, um, of course, it got a little bit quicker the more that I I came. And I did this for eight months straight. Eight months straight, the better part of eight months. Um, Maybe we took weekends off every now and then, but I do remember being up there many Saturdays and Sundays. So uh, I would say... At least 90% of the time, for eight months straight, I was driving up from the part of North Carolina that I was in up to him, and uh, I came to him daily. Uh, That goes to point number two, right? Point number one, have value that they want for their own reasons, get employees to pay you, and also get paid for the work that they do. So you're reducing your liability, increasing your assets, all right? Uh, Number two, don't cost them any money. I came to him daily, giving him exposure to build his school, Appliance Bootcamp. All right. Point number three, save them money. All right. So things that took him time, I tried to do. Now, I couldn't do everything because I didn't have the expertise uh, that he had in everything. But when it came to what video ideas I think would help build the brand and have more people interested in coming in, uh, to the school. Uh, all of the editing associated with the content that we created on a regular basis, uh, any audience nurturing as far as responding back to comments and things of that nature. Now, my channel was much smaller then. Now, it's, it's crazy, right? I would have to hire multiple people to do uh, either any of those jobs at this point now. Um, but back then, it, it was smaller, and I was able to manage it all. It was still a lot of work. But um, it, it was a lot of work for somebody that was willing to put in, you know, 12, 14 hours a day every day. And, and I've been cut like that. Right. Uh, point number four, make them money. So. Over the course of the eight months of me doing this, right, being a social media influencer, coming to him on a regular basis so I don't cost him any money, uh, trying to do the little things that I could do that would save him uh, money, right? So I'm going to edit the video so you ain't got to pay an editor because you too busy to edit yourself. I'm going to do all the audience nurturing. I'm, I'm going to come up with the video ideas. Um, No matter how small they were, if they were things that I thought that he would have to do if I didn't do, if I could do them, I did them, right? Uh, because that was the best way that I could save him money at the time. Now, when it came to making him money over the course of eight months, uh, appliance Bootcamp made roughly $250,000, $250,000 in eight months from the day that we decided we should maybe do a school uh, to the day that um I decided to part ways and uh, try to go do more of my own thing, all right, and, and keep the, the brand going. Ultimately, like I said, I never really had a desire to own an appliance repair school, Uh, My passion is to build a media company that positively impacts 10 million people a month. Now, if I have to build an appliance repair school here and there to get there uh, in order to bless people along the way to get to my goal, by all means, I don't mind doing it. All right. Um, So so we were 50 50 partners. Um, We had a joint venture agreement that we signed in the beginning uh, and it put us at 50 50 partners in that endeavor. So, um you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do the math on that. Um now I want you to understand that this deal and deals like this can happen with your skill set. You don't have to be a social media influencer. You don't have to drive 4 5 hours a day. Um you don't have to edit videos, come up with ideas, respond to comments, uh promote a school, um but this was just a real life example that i wanted to share with you all um now depending on the industry that you're in the skill set or value that you have um you will come up with your own way to leverage that value uh you'll come up with your own way not to cost them any money save them money and make them money um we we need to go ahead and stop doing this one size fit all value right Keyword being it has to be valuable to them. So at this point, inviting Warren Buffett out to lunch or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. And, of course, I'm using big names that a lot of people can relate to. But to be honest with you, even some of my peers that are six- and seven-figure earners, right? High six- and seven-figure earners, you buying them a steak and a lobster tail ain't worth six- or seven-figures to them. Because they know the network they're gonna put you in, the opportunities, maybe even the pay that they'll give you for certain value you could bring. Uh you buying them a mistake in a lobster tail ain't gonna get you there. All right, might be a good gesture, but don't expect that to be enough. Working for free, right? Uh I think that Gary Vaynerchuk is the person to blame uh for telling everybody. You know, this is how you get in with high level people. Now, maybe there was a time that this would work, but now it's so saturated. All right. Me saying that um, I know how to create a seven figure media company already and continue to scale um, to 10 million people a month is the goal. And then maybe even beyond that, if that be, the, you know, the grace of God and part of my purpose, um, There, there is very little value and you coming to work for free for me because how many people that are interested in media would not come be a fly on the wall for free to learn how in the world do you build a seven-figure media company? So virtually any videographer, any photographer, anybody that's interested in social media and making money, whether they wanna play video games, do talking heads or whatever else, will come work for me for free, why? Because it's cheaper to come work for me for free than the time for you to go and hopefully figure it out on your own. There's no guarantee that you'll ever figure it out on your own or to pay somebody for that level of knowledge. All right. And uh, this video is not sponsored by CORE, but we about to do another CORE break. All right. Hey, if you guys not working with cold water, you're tripping. All right, and when I say rocking with them, I mean hey, drinking it. Cold water and Fiji water is where it is at. Let's get back to the subject though. It's your job to create a conveniently packaged excess amount of revenue, so much so that the person that you're trying to network with will split it with you because it will be a stupid decision for them not to. Going back to the example that I mentioned earlier, appliance boot camp cost Mike nothing to promote. He didn't have to spend any money on ads. He didn't have to put out any flyers. He didn't have to rent a billboard. Uh, All he had to do was let a little peasy head knucklehead come to his office every day, set up cameras or lots of times I just showed up with a laptop. We went live straight from a webcam, but come with a camera and record content. So in the hour, I think the longest we ever did a live stream was two hours. So in two hours or less, who wouldn't work two hours or less a day for eight months for $250,000. Now, not to say that there aren't people that make so much money that, that wouldn't be a good deal for them. But for the average listener, it's a no-brainer, right? And back then, uh, even though Mike was already uh, on a high level, it was a no-brainer for him as well. So that's how I was able to create a conveniently packaged, I'm coming to you, you don't even got to come to me, uh, excess amount of revenue, right? We'll argue all day, If we both working hard for $100, and I feel like I did more work than you, so I want $60 and want to give you $40, right? Because you might feel like you work just as hard or harder than me. So now, but if we're talking about a million dollars or $250,000, right? You might say, hey, listen, I'm willing to, to split that with you. Yeah, maybe sometimes you do a little bit more work than me. Maybe I do a little bit more work than you. Um, But the pie is so big, we're not going to be arguing and splitting pennies, right? Why? Because we don't want to risk losing the entire pie because we fighting over crumbs, all right? And the same will be true in your niche and in your situation as well, right? marketing expenses were reduced while profitability increased from social proof and price increases right you started off paying people so that they'll fix your appliances now you're getting paid by the people that's fixing your appliances and getting paid by the company that sent you the appliances to get fixed and you're raising the rates from 500 to 850 um Last I heard, Appliance Bootcamp was as high as $3,000. I know they got different tiers. Sometimes they do sales and it's way cheaper than that. Uh, Might be as low as $200 a month. Um, But, you know, it just depends on the time of year and what mood uh, the team over there is in now since um, I don't make any decisions now, right? They have their own team. They do their own thing. Um, But understanding that you could easily reduce your overhead, right? Marketing expenses had really no effect on the business because they didn't cost them anything. And anybody that's been in business or know anything about business, you got to market. Market is awareness. Sales is converting that awareness um, into people giving you their money. So uh, that's what sales and marketing is, not to insult anybody's intelligence, but to make sure that we're all on the same page, right? So leveraging social media, uh, to pass on, uh, your likability, your knowledge, and your trust was what I was able to do to network my way to that level. Um, how do you find these men and women trade shows for your industry? Literally Google trade shows or live events for whatever industry that you're in nurses, truck drivers, uh, writers painters singers right whatever it is out there uh look at your niche if you can't find something that is specific to your micro niche what is the broader niche maybe you have to go to an event that's for a broader niche and then as you go there go there humble don't go there as an expert um go there as a servant even if you are an expert go there as a servant right Everybody likes men and women that come to serve. Now, if you come asking, hey, look, man, uh, you you know, hey, I know everything about everything. And if you give me $100,000, I'll teach you everything about everything, right? You're going to come off arrogant, all right? You, you're going to seem like you're more of a problem than you are an asset. Um, So even if you know what you know and you know you cold at it, when you present yourself for the first time to new people, come there as a servant, cause you'll be surprised. You might go there, saying that you're an expert, and you make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, and you might be talking to somebody that makes a hundred million, two hundred million, three hundred million. All right, uh, I'm gonna tell you by having the pleasure of you know having a talk with a man that is worth a hundred million dollars. I'm going to be honest with you, you can't tell that he worth $100 million, all right? Now, some you can, but I think that lots of times people are so conditioned by what celebrities are doing, all right? I met somebody that built a $100 million company in logistics, and my outfit was more expensive than their outfit. All right, now, they were in a nice suit, you know what I mean? They look respectable. Uh, You know, he was an African-American man like myself, a very cool dude, but uh, I'm there, designer down, Rolex, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Talking my talk, you know, having fun, not being arrogant or nothing, but just having fun, networking. Um, and, and, And he was there, and with all due respect, in a Steve Harvey suit, all right? He worth a hundred million, light years ahead of where I was then and where I'm at at this moment, to be honest with you. So um, you never know who you may be talking to when you're at these events networking. Keep that in mind, right? Go there humble, all right? Go there as a servant, not an expert. Um, servitude is going to lead to gravitu- the gratitude, right? Let me, let me say it right. Servitude is going to lead to gratitude. Consistent gratitude is going to give you magnitude. Magnitude is going to give you equity in the relationship. All right? That's why you're going to these live events, trade shows, whatever they call them in your industry, wherever they are in your industry, save your money and go. Be proactive, not reactive. You're going to go there. You're going to go to every table. You're going to pick up a business card. You're going to say, hey, my name is such and such. Uh, What do y'all do here if you don't know what they do? If you do know what they do, still ask them, hey, can y'all tell us a little bit about this and that? If it is somebody that you want to be in their network, buy something off the table. I don't care if it's the cheapest thing there. I don't care if it's a key ring, right? Become a patron, all right? Um, if they want your email to put you on an email list, get them their email list. See their funnel, see what their offers are. Even if you don't want to buy anything that they're emailing you, Their emails are going to tell you what they care about at that moment. Keep in mind, what's rule number one? Have value that they want for their own reasons. So you giving them that email address, they start sending you offers. That's going to tell you something. All right. And then you can leverage that something and provide them the value that that they need. And it may come in a different way. All right. But go there, support them, be a patron. How do you do this in an automated way? All right. A lot of you all might have already figured this out. Social media, social media. So, me adding the links to the trainings, whether it's in the description of my YouTube videos, whether I add them uh, in the description of my podcast, link them on my Instagram, uh, put them in my eBooks, put them on my websites. Right? Uh, there's something called affiliate marketing. Basically, that means that if I help you sell something, you give me a piece of the pie so I can build relationships with people that I want to work with. I can help them get whatever they want, all right? And if they and if what they want is to sell something to somebody, I can give value to a group of people via social media from the comfort of my home, as I drive down the road as a truck driver, uh... As I'm on vacation in Hawaii or flying out of the country, you feel me? You can still deliver that same level of value because social media has eliminated the gatekeepers. The new gatekeeper is now artificial intelligence. When you hear people talking about the algorithm, the algorithm is artificial intelligence. All right. Now, you can let some people make you feel like that's going to be a robot that's going to kill you and your whole family. Um, Or you can listen to me and understand that, hey, I'm not saying I know everything, but you need to get on the side of AI for social media, right? Uh, Case in point, I'm writing my first movie. The affiliate commissions that I'm getting, uh, because I, I do this with multiple businesses, right? There's multiple people that I want to network with. I want to have so many different people in my network that I can make 125 grand or more from multiple people simultaneously each and every year, which is why I have over 1300 videos out on uh, my YouTube channel currently. And um, I I did have several podcast episodes out, but I think I'm going to start off with having just this one and then we'll move forward from here. Um, But the point of the matter here is how do you do this in an automated way? How do you do this on autopilot? You leverage social media You leverage affiliate marketing. You go network with the brands that you want to work with, with the people that you want to work with. Uh, How do you get people to buy your stuff? All right. How do you get people to buy your stuff? People will spend money and spend money repeatedly with people they like, know, and trust. People buy stuff from me because they know that what they're buying is going to give them the results that they want for their own selfish reasons. How do they know that, JT? Because I already gave it to them for free. That's a nugget. Yeah, that's a nugget. Let me elaborate on that. There is nothing that you will learn if you buy a book, one of my 30-plus books, that you cannot learn from free, Off of my YouTube channel. The uninitiated is going to ask. Well why would somebody ever buy your books. Or you must not sell any books. Well guess what. I make six figures plus a year off of my books alone. How in the world is that possible JT. Everybody can't do that. Well guess what. Everybody not tapped into the Income Autopilot podcast. And that's why. I'm not selling information. I'm selling time. Time is your most valuable resource. Time you will never get back. You can make money, lose money, and make it back again if, given the grace of God, you steal here after you make the money and lost it. But the time that it took, you'll never get back. Whatever age you are, this year, this day, this moment, this second is the youngest you'll ever be. You're older now than what you were when you started listening to this podcast. You'll never be that young again. When you sell products like this, when you leverage your network to make six figures, one of the biggest secrets that most people do not know is that it's way easier to sell time. I'm in media because media controls how people think. The Weather Channel will determine how you dress this week, the drama that the politicians post or that the news station post about the politicians will make you second guess who you should vote for and why or what in the world they're doing. Not everybody, but enough of the people for it to be significant. So for those of you that are pessimists or for so those of you that said not me, guess what? Uh, If it's not you, but if it's, Mostly everybody but you is going to have the same impact as if it was you. All right. We live in a capitalistic society. If most of the population wants to go vote and they vote Democrat, guess what? Democrats win. If most of the population wants to vote and they want to vote Republican, guess what? Republicans are going to win. All right. That's why Dr. Claude Anderson teaches us to vote for both sides. But I don't want to go too deep on that. When you buy my books, you're learning information in a consolidated manner. Now, you can go watch 1,300 YouTube videos and spend the better part, if not longer, of a year of your life learning the information that I already taught. From 2017, 2018, all the way up to whatever year it is when you're listening to episode zero of the Income Autopilot podcast. If you go to my YouTube channel now, JT Automations, you can go listen to all of that information for free. And it's growing daily. Or if it's specifically a business that you want to know, because there are hundreds of different businesses up there. Not everything is for everybody. Maybe some things, maybe they don't make enough money for you. Maybe they don't interest you. Maybe they're too difficult for you. So let's say you only want to know how to be an independent courier. You can go by the Drive to Freedom from AuthorJT.com, my website, and learn. And it depends on how you read, but people have said it's taking them as long as five hours, as short as one hour. Just really depends on how fast you read. Now, you're not reading just to say you read it. At least I hope you're not. I hope you're reading to get an understanding. So, Would you rather watch 100 plus videos out of 1,300 videos that are specifically tailored for men and women out there that want to learn how to do the independent courier business the right way through the trials and errors and experiences that I learned? Now, of course, there is going to be a group of people that say, well, I'm going to learn it on my own. I ain't going to pay you nothing and I ain't going to watch your videos. Guess what? Not everybody is my customer. Guess what? Not everybody is your customer. But the men and women out there that want to know, no fluff, tell me exactly what to do. If you lie to me, I'm going to come find you. If you tell me the truth, I'm going to execute it. Those are the people that, that I want to do business with because I'm a legitimate entrepreneur. So I know if you execute, you'll get the results. So why? Because I'm a practitioner. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode episode zero of the income autopilot podcast if you did as always please tell a friend to tell a friend uh I want to consistently drop game like this on you guys uh I hope that you find it valuable the income autopilot podcast is the show that teaches you to stop working and enjoy life while money works for you it's gonna give you time freedom in that time I hope you do more of what you love I hope you do more of what your purpose is. Right. I don't think God is in the business of making extra people. I don't think that he said, hey, I need one more person born in this city of this household when he created you. So I do think that you do have a purpose that is bigger than money. Yet you might need money to have the time to execute your purpose or to help further your purpose. If that's you, this podcast is for you. I love you with the love of your uh, I love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, man, y'all stay hustling. When I say hustling, I mean legitimate hustling, working hard, using your mind, and let's grow passive, semi-passive, automated, and autopilot income.